Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, yeah. Now, here we are on a Monday in which Patrick Mahomes getting knocked out of a football game and nearly losing that football game in Kansas City isn't even like top three crazy on what's going on the Sixers have basically been relegated to Villanova where I don't think they're going to play again for another month at <laughs> we have Carson Wentz slander <laughs> out <laughs> over the weekend and my goodness I mean th- just think about this gentlemen Barrett Brooks Harry Mays Aton Shander with you for the next two hours this has Roseman's hands all over this this has Peterson remnants of it. Like all of a sudden Carson Wentz was getting blamed for draft picks. I mean, this is insanity. What's yeah. <laughs> he's a coach killer. He's uncoachable. He's obstinate. He's a bad teammate. Every single year since this guy has been here, there has been some sort of story that has come out that has painted this guy to being a bad teammate and a bad go. leader. I mean, this is what it's the second or third article. Unbelievable, you know, man. Every year, though, it's yeah. like it's almost like clockwork where somebody inside the organization. I I don't even know if if you've experienced that with bad quarterbacks. Like this was happening during 2017. This was happening throughout the entire tenure that he's been here outside of his rookie season. And he's put up good years last year. He put up good numbers and still stuff comes out. And it's a bad teammate. He doesn't listen. Whatever the case may be, he's uncoachable or he's bad communicator. What yeah. yes. yeah. Some of the stuff I took screen caps of it. Some of the stuff in this Jeff McClain piece was damning. But my point, Barrett, to you was that I, I, this seems like it's such a rarity that there would be a franchise quarterback year in and year out where people inside the building have problems with him. Well, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not always uncommon. Um, in all actuality, Ben's first couple of years, when I was there, when I was with Ben, um, it, it, me and him didn't get along. You know, we didn't get along. But, I mean, he got along with a lot of other people. But that me and him was like oil and water. Uh, you know, there's some cases where guys just don't get along with other guys. You know, the NFL is very cliquish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like any other job, you know, you know, these guys hang with these guys. You know, some guys don't let them play in this in, in these reindeer games. You know, you're not allowed to come, you know, play with our football. You know, those are things that happen within a, a, a locker room. You know, it happens all the time in office buildings. But it's becoming, you know, it's more than smoke now. You know, yeah. it's, it's a fire. You know, this is ignited. You know, it just so happens. Carson's just not a friendly guy, I guess. You know, and, and that's not just me saying it. That's me just reading between the lines. He's just not a good guy to get along with. And, and there's been times where I've been around people like that. They're just not a friendly person. They're just yeah. a gifted athlete. And think of the difference, though. There's a difference between, man, I, I have to put up with that guy. I have to sit next to this person in my cubicle or line up next to him or, or hike him the football 
put up with them. I'd never hang with them. I'll never, my kids won't hang with his kids, that stuff. Versus I need to go to the Pittsburgh Gazette every single year and make sure the public knows just how bad this dude is (laughs) happening here in Philadelphia. Right. And this is a, you know, if you're saying that this is coming from inside the building and you know, it's got to be coming from somewhere in there. If it is Roseman, that's the guy who mortgaged the, you know, the draft future to go up and get the guy. Well, I don't know if it's fingers on his hand. Right. Right. But I don't know if it's necessarily him. I think this is more so, players in the organization, maybe coaches in the organization. This this seems to be more so directly tied to him. You know, I don't think that, you know, Roseman is really tied to him like that. But guys in the locker room, those players are probably, you know, forcing their opinion, considering their coach is gone. Um, and, and and they're talking under the umbrella of, 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 of you know, it being a secret and not, right. you know, let me read you this. Hold themselves yeah, go ahead. Give us a quote here, Aton. I've got the piece up myself, but it's very long. Quote, he doesn't understand that he lost games for us, a veteran player said. Yeah. Quote, he will never admit that, and that's a problem because he can't get it corrected, end quote. There are Eagles who supported Wentz throughout the season and some who continued to defend him after the season, but there was a sentiment among various coaches and players that he needed to do a better job taking the external and internal blows for the team, even if he wasn't always at fault. That's leadership. And the best do it almost instinctively because when there is another mistake, a drop pass or a false start, for example, he can go back to that player and privately tell him he needs to clean up his performance. He didn't didn't even have that type of cachet where he could go quietly and say, hey, man, you screwed up, but here's how we fix it. Right. He never took any blame for anything. He never took any ownership. And we'd noticed that in the post-game press conferences where he, you know, he's just going to keep doing what he does. And he's, he's like a, he's bullheaded. He really is, and he'd kill plays intentionally in spite of the coach. Oh, we'll get to that. That's the problem right there. We will get to that, Harry. All right, we got a lot of things (laughs) happening here, including the Chiefs who refuse to cover football games. (laughs) Yes, Browns. Six and a half. Now, to be fair, the 10 covered, but I thought I could sneak in and create a little window at six and a half with Kansas City. Are you kidding me? I'm not happy about that. This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Good Monday morning Good from Monday. Philadelphia, live on phillyvoice.com slash the middle, where you can watch the three of us and across all sports map radio platforms, including 1490 AM sports betting radio in Atlantic City. We're here courtesy of Jacob Media. We have a lot, including as we opened up on the stream the first couple of minutes of the hour where we are live, talking about a major bombshell that was dropped here in Philadelphia on a name that has been discussed nationally for the last, I don't know, as long as the football season has gone on. And speaking of the football season, four games over the weekend, and whether or not you took the three favorites that covered or you snuck in with that Browns 10-point cover, I have to imagine that everything, Everything, including and especially a guy who needs to be roasted, and that's Drew Brees from last <laughs> night. Everything takes a back seat, I would imagine. Well, not three covers. I'm sorry. It was uh, two covers. 
everything takes a backseat, I imagine, to Patrick Mahomes. Do we even have an update yet as far as if he's going to play this week? It's a tight line against the Bills, but I expected that anyway. I think you're going to see the fastest uh, uh, concussion protocol uh, in your life. He is definitely going no to question. play. No I mean, question. yeah, he looked like a boxer coming. He looked like uh, it was Stuart Bradley. Remember that from years oh, ago in the yeah. Eagles game? It was really kind of a scary scene on the field. That's what it looked like to me. He was out. Me and Stuart Bradley don't get along. We don't talk about Stuart Bradley. But, oh, yeah, no. you're right. Yeah, no, me and him had a disagreement. I'm like, uh-oh, we need to hear more about that. We're about to break in about 40 <laughs> seconds. Is this for public? Yeah, consumption? I'll get to it, man. Is this I'll public consumption? It. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we're, we're, now we know what we're going to do in this next break. All I right. Yeah, Stuart Bradley got basically knocked out of his own head and then was thrown back into the game by yeah. Andy Reid. <laughs> well, Mahomes is going to play. I mean, he's going to play. <laughs> he didn't even get hit. We also have to talk about that. What the hell happened? He didn't I know. even get hit in the head. I, I, I saw it first look, and I'm telling my wife, I said, there was no helmet-to-helmet contact there. Nope, oh. nope, nope. And the first right. thing I get a text, the fix is in. That's you know it. <laughs> you know it. All right, we're back in three minutes. Ron Culver now is producing back in Houston. It's the middle. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. I right, got two minutes, bro. Let's hear it. Oh, so so um, it's uh, it's it's, it's, it's my what? This is this is the year we won the Super Bowl. So this is 05. So in 05, this is my 11th year in the league, and you know we're playing. We're going. We're playing uh in the preseason. We're playing against um uh the Eagles in the preseason. Stuart Bradley starting, and you know I I was I was a you know I was a part time starter. You know I would you know come in, you know occasionally, and I mean I was the sixth man off the bench. So after the starters went out there, they won one series. The other starters stayed in, and then they took Red, Alan Fanica, out, and they put me yeah. in, you know, because I'm a guy, that's what I do. I'm a swing player for all the positions. They were to give me, a, you know, some time at each position in, a, in, a, in the last game so I can, you know, be ready to play every position. So I played center that game, guard, and tackle that game. Long story long, I, I, I hit Stuart Bradley and driving him into the ground and dump him on his head. And he gets up and says, oh, that didn't mean anything. You're still a bench warmer, Brooks. Bench warmer, Brooks. <laughs> I say, what? Ah. Bench warmer, Brooks. Who are you? Now, who are you? Who are you? know my name. Who are you? I'm like, dude, you called me bench warmer, Brooks. He knew that I played there. You know what I'm saying? I guess the guys right. were talking about me. And, right. you know, he knew that I played. But he was calling me bench warmer. After I put him on his back. Who you are, right. Right. Bench warmer, Brooks. I'm like, Stuart, come on, bro. Wow. You know, he's, he's talking like he's Dick Butkus. Right, right. Like, give right. me a break. I just broke his neck. I mean, I almost gave him a concussion, and he's talking about some bitch warmer Brooks. And Get out of here. He doesn't know you. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we talked about the fact that he did an interview with me on the radio from from the can. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Well, yeah. he, that's why his his career is canned. It was actually how long he played. It was actually funny. <laughs> it, it worked for the show that I was doing. I mean, it, oh, okay. show was just a, a total mess. It was great. <laughs> wow, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see how, how long he played. My name is Earl. This is the middle Showed out, man. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Uh, we're going to dive deep into this Carson Wentz thing because it was a major hit piece. I, I am curious, though. All three of us, I know, maybe four of us, because I say maybe. Mertidis, who's with us Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I know he's the voice of the NHL. Yes. But he's on our text chain. So we, we technically have two show chains, but it's for just what makes it easy. We have the four of us on there as well. Right. And at that point, I, I was thinking, you know, halfway through that game, we haven't heard from Mertidis in like days. He's He hasn't watched. I guarantee he didn't watch a second of the NFL. He caught highlights at most. No, he probably watched some of those games. You think? <laughs> Too much hockey going on. Yeah, he was watching hockey. He was at the barn. He was at the practice facility or at his son's game, something like that. But anyway, mm. the point being is we'll get into this Carson thing in a second. But while we were watching this football game, it really dawned on me, I think, after that interception that still was like a top 10 throw for Carson Wentz all season. But that Chad Henney pick, that's where it starts to dawn on you. Like there's that smack in the face that Chiefs could actually lose this football game. Did, did right. either of you feel that way? Because I did. Absolutely. Right there. And, no and it, yeah, but it's a strange feeling. Yeah. It, well, it's I, something that we haven't really experienced. Even when they were down, Harry, double digits last mm -hmm. year, they came back and they won by double. Right. Uh, but I, I actually felt, you know, even at what, 19 to three or whatever the, the score was, I was like, the Browns just need to do what the Browns do and they'll get in back into this football game. I thought that uh, what's his name? Um, Stefanski did an awful job of coaching and play calling in that first half. They had five called runs. Yeah. With a running back in that first half, that's not that's not their identity. Their identity nope. is coming in and running football. You know, using both backs. They didn't use Hunt at all in the first. He didn't get one touch in the first half. And that was and a problem. It's inexcusable. Right, right, and you know, and, and especially with with Hunt wanting to get in there and and, and get some revenge on the team yeah. that sent him packing. You know, I'd I'd, I'd use that 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 venom that he had about playing against them. I'd use that till till it was all just. Sucked out of him. I every time I could. Stefanski did a better job from his basement the week before. Absolutely. Right, he right. was awful. It was you know? reminiscent of that Jets game, and I told you, come back to that game. There's going to be DNA in their loss, and yeah, it got close. But I looked at it a different way, not the opposite. Don't think I'm going that way, guys. But I looked at it a little different than Harry, where I was on doing the show yesterday here on the network, and as it hit half, I'm thinking. You look at missed field goal. You look at a couple of field goals where normally that offense converts. This is a 27-3 to three football game. I felt like it was just a matter of time before the Chiefs just 
ramped it up and kind of do what they did. And maybe it took a little bit. And that's the Chiefs playing subpar is getting you 19 points. Mm -hmm. And the difference was Patrick Mahomes goes down and then all bets are off. I mean, as soon as Mahomes goes down, that's it. Like, forget it. I, I knew the Browns were going to cover that game. And then it goes back to that Henny pick. But, yeah, and the Higgins uh, fumble into the end zone. That should have been helmet to helmet targeting right there. That was BS too. No, How do you miss no that call. call? It was blatant, obvious, obvious. You know, he led with his head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, I, I know you want to, you know, take the ball away. You know, dislodge the ball. But still, you can't. You can't do that. I mean, that's 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 unacceptable for them not to call that. Anytime so, during the regular season, that's called. No question. But you know. <laughs> They're, they're, you know, America's team was playing, you know, and you get a lot of balls bounce your way when you have that type of cachet, bro. Oh, they're America's the team now. Oh, Here's yeah, no thing. question. They got America's darling on the team, you know. They Baker got America's Mayfield? darling. America's favorite. Who, Travis you Kelty? <laughs> right, no. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is now the face of the NFL. Oh, Mahomes. I thought you were talking about Baker No, nah, you guys knew who I was talking about, man. No, you know, no, I'm confused. He's Mahomes. the face of the NFL now. He's a half a billion dollar player. Oh, absolutely. He, yes. And, and we still need to get into what happened physically to him. But real quick before that, as far as that play and yes, the officials missed it. And yes, you can complain all you want, like Sean Payton and jump up and down. And maybe somebody's going to listen to you this offseason and they can make that reviewable, whatever the case may be. But it took a Patrick Mahomes injury for that play to matter. Because you know damn well that if Mahomes stayed healthy, this would not be a single-score game in which that seven points would really make a difference. Maybe for a cover. So yeah, I'll, I'll well, that's all I'm cover. concerned about here. Oh, okay. Okay. okay, I just all right. I, delusions of grandeur out there, thinking like, oh, the Browns would have won this game if that Higgins. No, 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 no. It took a freak injury to Patrick Mahomes in order for us to be having this conversation. That's crazy, man. But hey, hey, look, hey, you know, I know we're we're gonna get we're gonna get back to it. But man, my man Trevor, hey, battle through this COVID, man, get better, man. And Tyler, he's he's battling COVID right now, and he's he's watching us while he's doing it. We we'll appreciate Trevor's you, bro. Get well. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So. Trevor, Trevor's been with us for a while. Trevor's been with back at when we first started the Twitch show. Well, we oh, are God. the we are the hydroxychloroquine of radio entertainment here, right? I don't know is that a that's not a legal statement by any means. I, I, can't, I can't support that legally by any means. We're but not yeah. the disinfectant. Are, 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 are we the remdesivir of radio entertainment? <laughs> You're good the today, man. How yeah, you so, good today. How, I'm you on point. I'm on point, man. There we go, Harry. There we now go. I got you. See what I have on the screen behind me. My man, oh, Josh McDaniels. I choose to ignore that. Josh McDaniels is a better man than me. He's a better man than you, Aton, <laughs> even though you have your nice glasses on today. And he's definitely a better man than you, Barrett, because none of us could spend 14 hours with Jeffrey Lurie in a house. 14 hours? I, he was there from dawn until dusk. What I mean is he's hired. Was anybody he's else there or was it just the owner? No, I think there was other personnel there. You know, no, maybe I mean, like, maybe John oh, Clark like was there. Okay. Somebody said, oh, yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, was the general like Howie? Was yeah. that a team interview or was it just, hey, you're spending 14 hours getting to know the owner? Well, I don't know who was in, you know, on the interviews at all times. Or, you know, maybe some people came and went. I, I mean, spending that much time with somebody. That it means would be a lot. Be hard pressed though that they were just by themselves for ten hours straight. I mean, that, who could do that? Well, see, no. I never. I was his first draft pick. I was his first offensive lineman. I was his third draft pick ever, 
and I've never been at his house. So, you know, evidently he has a little cash. Well, this is the one in Florida. This is the mansion in Palm Beach. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's right down the street from Robert Kraft's place. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, he's got a couple places. Or the the place where he lives. (laughs) No, the place where he lives. (laughs) Okay. Not the establishment that he No, 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 no. No, that's in Jupiter. (laughs) I I thought he doesn't live in Jupiter. No, this is like Palm Beach, bro. God, it, it, yeah, is, Jupiter is, next to, is, is Jupiter next to uh, where, where Tampa it's Bay? Co- it's close to no, no, that's the other side of the state. Other okay, side, yeah. yeah, yeah, Super Bowl, that's where it is, man. So, yeah. like, I was just, I was just thinking, I was trying to make plans. If he stayed up next to yeah, we're staying, we're staying with the owner. If we, if he's close to Tampa Bay, man, we're staying with him. We're not I going to the Super Bowl. Off, we're not going oh, to I was just Super saying, Bowl. oh, okay, sticking, okay, we're not sticking around with that owner. All right, no way, oh, I'm not spending two said. seconds there. I Are you kidding? No you way. No, I would pass. We've said all the things we've written on Twitter, everything like that. No, no, no. That's a hard pass, Barrett, <laughs> from me. That's no. my guy, man. He's you know if he's guy. my guy. You guys, he's your guy. Imagine. He's my guy. 14 hours in a room or a house, even if it's a mansion. Yeah, it is a mansion. I don't know why, but it reminds me of that Simpsons episode where they go on this mountain retreat mm-hmm. and everybody gets paired up and the first to the top wins and the last to the top loses. Right. And everybody's going crazy and you know trying to climb up and Mr. Burns gets paired with Homer. So they cheat <laughs> and they get to the house first. And then all of a sudden they clink their champagne glasses in celebration and there's an avalanche and the house gets buried. And for the next, I don't know, 12, however long they're in there, they go crazy. Right. right. And, you know, they're hunched over, like looking at each other, thinking all these. Cra- it's like something out of the shining. Right. So that's what I would think. Josh McDaniels would leave like he just left the casino. after. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and he walks out and there's the, the yeah. it's daylight, you know, right. and you've like, been in there all <laughs> night. And you're like, oh, my God. Well, here's John Clark's Twitter. Uh, this is 12 hours ago. I'm told Eagles within the last hour wrapped up their long interview with Patriots OC McDaniels. Josh flew into Palm Beach this morning. This was yesterday and interviewed with owner Jeffrey Lurie and many members of the Eagles front office into tonight. So it went from morning through the day. Here's my question. Can you I I can't. This is not me interviewing you two. This is me leading you two. All right. I'm pulling something right out of your honor here. And by the way, I did watch episode seven. So you let me know when both of you are caught up. But here's, right. And we have a perfect case study, if you will. I was going to say test case, but it's more like a case study here. In Ron Culver, who is a Chargers fan, and his team just hired somebody, a lesser known name, a Staley. Yes, a yes. Brandon Staley. A defense, not Deuce. Not Deuce Staley. The other Staley. Mm-hmm. A defensive mind, mind you, taking over a team that has a lot of prospect, especially at the quarterback position. So let me just add real quick, Ron, and, and I'll use your answer kind of in this conversation. But what's your and anybody else that you have in contact's reaction to that hire? Because, you know, we're in this similar boat of kind of awaiting the name that comes down. Who? Yeah, that was my first initial yeah. reaction. I was like, "Ooh." Same with us and Doug Peterson. Um, and he yeah, played I, here. I, I'm I'm hopeful, but this guy has never had a head coaching job, ever. Right. Three years ago, four years ago, he was coaching. He was a defensive coordinator at a D three school, and then somehow, some way, got fast tracked to head coach job. Um, 
and didn't NFL. play well, in the NFL like Peterson. That's because he stood next to Sean McVay for a couple of years. That's why. Go. Yeah, not really. He only stood next to Sean McVay for one season. That's enough. That's all it takes. The genius rub. It's osmosis. It yeah. just rubbed right and off the, on and you. And the thing that I hate most is everyone's crediting him from taking the Rams, who had a 13th-ranked defense last year, to the number one-ranked defense this year. Mm-hmm. And I look at it like, okay, well, you have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. You should be number one. Right. Top five. Right. Yeah, it takes talent. Yeah. Now they, yeah. They're depth, too, and, and they have good players around. But so there's at least if you don't know the guy, there's at least some level of, OK, you know, let's let's see what happens. How can I respect an individual who takes this Eagles job knowing what they're walking into? Like you're better off two guy. Doug Peterson's going to take the year off. Jim Schwartz is taking the year off. Why would I respect somebody who takes the Eagles job? At least the Chargers job. You could look at that quarterback <laughs> and say there might be something there, but you're walking into a minefield. Like I'm supposed to be sorry if you lose your legs after walking into a minefield where it's posted. Don't walk into a minefield. <laughs> It's only 32 of these jobs, man. Yeah, Harry, you know? I, I knew you were yeah. going to say that. Well, I, I mean, it's it. it's a fact. They're going to get paid millions of dollars, and maybe you get paid millions of dollars to go away after three years. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if, Things could be know, worse. You're walking into a hornet's nest, but understanding that, you know, you could, you could, you could get a little bit, you know, as far as experience, you know, and that's the biggest thing if mm-hmm. you're going to take this job because you're not okay. going to be allowed to go out there and make your decisions. You're not going to go down with your ship. You're going to go down with Howie's ship, Howie and the ownership, not your ship. So that's the, that's, I mean, that you have oh, to know I that know. walking into this job. Was that a little play on words there? You're going <laughs> down with the ownership? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I, I didn't mean to say it, but yeah, okay. I'll take it. <laughs> and you've I'll got an it. obstinate quarterback franchise player that doesn't want to take any ownership for his lousy play. No, and we're going to get into this coming up here. We'll take a quick one. We have a lot of things. It wasn't just the Chiefs and the Browns that played, although the season is over. And as Harry laid out a lot because of just Kevin Stefanski and and that offense and the game plan. But the Chiefs move on. We anticipate, and we'll know midweek, but we anticipate that Patrick Mahomes is going to play. And then you have the three other games, including last night, that provided a lot of excitement. Yeah, right down to the end. So we'll touch on that. And then, as Harry said, a quarterback here in Philadelphia who got a bomb dropped on his head over the weekend. It's the middle Philly slash the middle and sports map radio. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront. to make sure- Okay. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. 
Here we go. We got a minute. No, two minutes. What am I talking about? We got two minutes? Yeah, two minutes. All right. Uh, well, we have to discuss, I think, during the show, this new look from Shander. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Penguin AZ thinks that I didn't get my contacts in or something. <laughs> I never knew you had contacts. I don't. Right. I don't. So what's up the glasses, man? You want me to tell you? Yeah. Or you want me to wait? I want you to tell us. All right. <laughs> what? I didn't know if you wanted me to wait or if you wanted me to like tell you now or wait till we get back on the air. Well, we can do both. Tease it. Yeah, tease it. Tease it. <laughs> well, that's not doing both. It's either yeah. tease it or do both. Right. And we still have to get, we also have to get to this Flyers Voracek Sealski battle. How about that over the weekend? Now, did that go public? I'm, I'm off Twitter. And I just post stuff. I don't. I don't even read reaction anymore. So, did that go viral? Yeah, that was that was a pretty big story. Now the wow. NHL is stepping in. Apparently, uh, we got to send that to Culver then, if that's the case. I I oh the, the audio. Yeah, if yeah. He, yeah. I don't know, man. That dude last night is a train wreck for the Saints. Is that no, is that guy a starter? That Damian Muziani guy. Is he a starter? <laughs> oh, the, right. the guy with the long blonde hair? Yeah. Yeah, he's a star, he's a linebacker. He he's been starting for two years. Yeah. He's terrible. He well, he wasn't terrible through the season. He was good. I don't know then, what happened. Then he got exposed. What the yeah. hell? Every yeah. single play back. I wasn't even joking. Like every single play. Dude, that one offensive lineman, the center for for the Bucks, he's a nasty dude, Bro, man. I, Hold on. You guys don't remember me playing that up all last week, going into that game saying, watch, they got their starting center back. Uh -huh. So this guy is a he's, – he's one of the – Is it Jansen or something? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's nasty. I told you guys, man, when they got him back. You were listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So, yeah, we'll do this in a couple of minutes here with Carson Wentz because as we were just coming back, talking about the game last night, and I had a bunch of issues, as you can imagine. Oh, yeah. But the game was entertaining by all means, and I was fine with the result mainly because I was in with the total. Mm -hmm. So I was watching this thing, and look, I could have – easily got burned by a, a last second saints touchdown or i was really fearing because i had under 52 and then a couple other ones above 52 so what i was fearing is the bucks running it out ronald jones or leonard fournette just breaking one because the right. rule barrett i'm sure you've seen it before up close and personal and maybe your two hands have been part of it but the will to exist on the football field was extinguished in the New Orleans Saints last night on defense. And that's something, man, that I didn't anticipate. Like, they looked lifeless. They couldn't stop anybody on the ground. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like the only one that wanted to play was uh, – I mean, for, before we even get to that, what was I telling you guys all last week about the Tampa Bay Bucks getting their start? Him coming back Jensen. would be a major right. – Yeah, mm -hmm. Jensen, a major force. part of it. it yeah. Is, right. Uh, just how he physical was, and aggressive they he's were. He's an animal. He was punking everybody. I, know, I love it. Everybody. <laughs> he was if he was trying to give you whatever you wanted and, yep. and, and more. And yeah. I told you, he's that lightning rod that you want 
on the team. He will fire you up, and that's exactly what Jackson did. He was trying to give it to. He was throwing people. He was. Oh yeah. He was. He was after the whistle. Oh yeah. yeah. After the whistle stuff. Oh, he's nasty, man. Yeah. He he is old school. They were hot, man. They were (laughs) even at the end of the game when they're trying to take a knee. He's still trying to give it to people. (laughs) You know, anytime you got the whole defense, pointing at him like this. But I'll tell you what, though, and I know Aton was all over this yesterday, and it was very evident. Drew Brees is beyond shot. And I know Troy Aikman wants to take up for his buddy and a fellow quarterback and a fellow Hall of Famer. I get it. But, bro, he is done. Don't tell me that you hope he doesn't retire. I hope for the sake of his family that he retires. Right. Okay. Seriously. He could. How many times did Aikman reiterate? That they haven't gone downfield. Right. The no farthest they went downfield down was 16 yards. yards. 16 yards to Emmanuel Sanders was the longest play that he threw down the field. They had Man. to bring Jameis Winston in. I was just about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> to, to, to throw that. I mean, come on, man. To yeah. get it down the field like that, they had to bring in somebody else to – Oh, Look, come yeah. on, man. A lot I mean, of this is on Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. That This is not something that happened overnight. It's not like week six, Drew Brees walked into the facility and forgot how to throw the football. Right. They knew this was coming. They also have seen Taysom Hill practice every single day. They know how much he struggles throwing the football consistently. They went out and signed Jameis Winston. He didn't even play this year, it felt right. like. So a lot of this is on Sean Payton. He lived and died by... Drew Brees having this like surgically repaired arm by another Simpson. Sorry, Dr. Nick, like something completely ridiculous. Some Hollywood medical school upstairs where I would too. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. You have to have a better plan behind him if that's the case. And they signed Taysom Hill to money. Mm -hmm. If you're going to bring in a guy like Winston, then you have to be able to play him. And they didn't. So that's my point, Barrett, is if you're going to hold on to sentimentality, and make sure that Drew Brees is still your starting quarterback, even though he right. stinks. You better have somebody you can go to in that game. Like that, that was terrible. And yeah, to your point, that's going to be the last game for Drew Brees. Yep. A guy I hope so, though. He looked I, worse than Josh Allen last year. Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm hoping that he doesn't come back because you don't want to mess up your lineage like that. It's almost like a Chase and Peters situation. You know, you don't want your legacy to end on that note, well, but you don't want to come back over. and you don't want to come back and have a, a, a another uh, uh, game like that. You know, it would get worse season. Yeah. You, you it would be the yeah. worst ever. It'd be like, worse than Carson. I'm old enough to have watched as a young kid, Joe Namath, Unitas, and all these guys, these, these vintage quarterbacks from the sixties and early seventies play out the string and it's not yeah. pretty. Yeah. No, no. It's not, yeah. you know, right, right. he just can't do it. He just can't get the ball down the field, Yeah, you know, and, and he's still, I mean, he's he's still a top ten quarterback ever to play the game. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a gold jacket. He'll be a first oh, ballot yeah. Hall of Famer. You don't want that to you know linger on and you know and and and, and almost fall out of grace because you want to come back and play. Just like Jason Peters, I hope that he doesn't come back simply because I have too much respect for him as a as a as a as a player in this league as being the best left tackle I've probably ever seen. Yeah, he wants uh, to play another year. Yeah. He said maybe even not with the Eagles. He just wants to keep playing. Yeah. That that might be a money issue. That might be money. Here's the problem, though, with Breeze. It's it's one thing if you look at his numbers and say, come on, guys. You know, it's not a terrible season that he had statistically. But for this team – 
to look as bad as they've had, not just last night, but a couple of times this year, with that much talent around him. Michael Thomas did nothing. Michael no. Thomas, and, and that's a thing too, no. Harry. Is well, that's a completely different conversation about what's happened with Thomas, but it factors into Breeze here, and they still have one, if not the best backup running back in the NFL. They have a veteran, normally sure-handed tight end that you can throw to. They have three guys, one, really two, if you look at Smith, that can get down the field. And then they have Michael Thomas, which should be a go-to and an easiest cinch, if you will. And Kamara is, what, one of the best, if not the best receiving backs in the, I don't know. Yeah. For Drew Brees to look that bad with that much talent around him, training wheels. The guy tipped over on a bike with training wheels. Yeah. How about my guy Devin White, man, making his presence felt last night? Bro. He was Woo! all over the field. Yeah. 11 tackles, an interception, and a fumble recovery. He was <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Busy. Yeah. Devontae Adams is going to be all over the middle of that field. And David and your, your boy Smith. Yeah. They're going to have a busy day, man. No, White. I broke, you know what? I White. broke down. Oh, yeah. I broke down when White was um, in college when he was at LSU, uh, trying to, you know, you know, just break down tapes on him. And, you know, and I had, you know, NBC put, you know, put him up. And I said, this guy here will be a future Hall of Famer. He is that good. He can come in and make an instant impact mm -hmm. if they let him play, if they uh, if they draft him here. But nope, right. we don't get him. A lot going on next. It's the middle. Yeah. Would you trade Michael Thomas for Carson Wentz? Absolutely what? not. You would? No. <laughs> no, no, no. He's joking. <laughs> He's joking. 610. <laughs> Did you see, I put a tweet out last night or yesterday during the game when Henny comes in, would you rather have Chad Henny or Carson Wentz leading the team? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chad Henny's one of my Berks County guys, man. Yeah, I didn't realize he was a Berks guy. Oh, yeah, he went to Wilson West Lawn, which is the neighboring high school from where I grew up. Well, come on, let's get him on. Barrett, you don't know him? No. But look like at a this journey, man, like Chad, you probably bumped into somebody or him himself. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at your guy here. He said, he said that... Um, that uh the, the the linebacker with the long um long Avizano Avizano I think is yeah well he says the Nate Gary he's the Nate Gary of the Saints yeah <laughs> and no Anzalone Anzalone yeah that's OB that. says that he's the Nate Gary <laughs> yeah it's Anzalone yeah yeah Kerry <laughs> Collins went to the same high school okay. oh get out of here yeah now, now I know Kerry I played with Kerry yeah we got drafted the same year so they they have two quarterbacks that and played in guy. Super Bowls. Right, right. Boy, I tell you, man, that that's something else. Carrie yeah. likes his Carrie likes his booze, boy. Oof. Oh yeah. Well, Berks County, man, we we like our booze up there. <laughs> you know? I didn't realize though that that's shady out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at John Sean, He's all on me. You see that? Have I got any guests? Oh, I got no. D done. That was it. I got D gun. Yeah. I can get D gun at my house tonight. <laughs> what are you talking about? All I got to do is say I'm, I'm, I'm cooking ribs or something. He'll be here. Right, right, right. All right. You got McMullen. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Way to put the pressure on me, man. John, I thought we were cool, bro. You just lit the fire on them. Now they're on me now. Bar yeah. Barrett's always say, Yeah, I know. He was my boy, but I, somehow I lost his number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me go into my roller decks now. See if I can get somebody on. Yeah, the decks. You got to hit the decks, not Dax. <laughs> oh. Not Dax, huh? Absolutely. 
Yeah, if we could get that audio sometime this today or tomorrow, Voracek. Maybe even tomorrow with with uh, Mertidis. Well, yeah, we can play it today and then yeah. bring it back tomorrow. That's fine. That's fine. We're not in any rush. Um, I was going to say, this thing is crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And then you got uh, Daryl Morey apparently needing to mend fences with Ben Simmons. Because oh, wow. he was included oh, in a trade that they, they, the Rockets didn't call him back. They were waiting for a callback, apparently. Yep. How about that? Well, the Rock, they also knew that they, they were waiting for Brooklyn's response to the leverage being established with talks in Simmons. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So we do have a lot of things happening here. I know you're curious about the glasses that I'm wearing yes. here on the stream. It's a whole new look, man. There's no hat. He's got glasses. He looks Sweater so- on. Yeah, he's got a sweater on and a nice golf shirt, it looks like. I mean, he looks like a like a professor or something today. Well, a little I more mature. Had, I had TV this morning, so that's why there's a golf shirt and not like a raggedy T-shirt. So <laughs> don't jump to any major conclusions here. <laughs> and this is going to disappoint a lot of people. And I was thinking of just building it up and carrying it and really just messing with people. But it, it's it's nothing. It's no, it's very anticlimactic by any means. Okay. So what's happened is I have a monitor in the studio where I can see the screen that we're broadcasting, right? So I can see everything. I can see the comments. I can see the spots we play. YouTube, beautiful faces mm-hmm. I can look at as well. And the screen that I had was really far away. So I set this thing up over the weekend and I was staring at it for like, I don't know, six, seven hours for Saturday and Sunday. I was also watching football on it and it was close. So I got these glasses now because it was just giving me a headache today to mitigate the blue light. Mm. Oh, okay. These are prescription. I didn't forget my contacts. I haven't been fooling people. This is not a new look by any means. I got them purposely to look foolish. This marble design on the outside here. Like Harry has sleek glasses because he wears them every day. Right. So they have to look good. These are like, you know, just a blue blockers if you I, I i need the same thing I think, like my daughter has them Remember my daughter the, dude you should wear the big ones the goggles that come around the outs to you the sides oh yeah and they had that one guy rapping on the blue blockers thing and then that was it that was the beginning of the end that's where hip-hop died where it became to be commercialized blue blockers yeah the blue blockers that's now right. it's scoop there it is scoop oh there it is, is how hilarious is that i I can't get enough of tag teams just going through the stadium. Me neither. Chakalaka, chakalaka. I love that. That was the real tag team? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, yes. they sing every, it's the real uh, Billy Blanks. Have you seen the Billy Blanks? What have yeah. I done? Yeah. That's going to make me want to jab, jab, jab. <laughs> like, where do they come up with this? I don't know, but it's hilarious. They're the and best. They They're the every best. Yeah, retro. sprinkles. Everybody the, you can think of that's retro has now been brought back in these commercials. It's right. amazing, isn't and it? And that Dr. Rick guy is fantastic. Oh, on yeah. the Geico commercial. 
That's that's Barrett's guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's- oh, it's just it, it gets better and better every time. You I said- love the new one where he's throwing stuff in the trash. Yeah, yeah. No cussing, no cussing, no cussing and no. And she freaks out. <laughs> she takes it and throws it right in the can. I like oh, right because goodness. she says, "If you printed out directions, you belong here." <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious, man. Yeah. I don't oh, know God. why, but what? Like, how in the world did they come up with tag team? Doing the flavors of ice cream. Man, that was chocolate, chocolate. Oh, <laughs> Rocky Road. Like, who comes up? Like, who? <laughs> you know, let's bring tag team back. Right. And I mean, there was another one. You know, what are you waiting for? Right? It's somebody to do something. And it's like, in, I, I don't even know how that would come in somebody's brain. And then, right. of course, it's genius because. The child in the commercial has no idea probably who they even are. But and I didn't know. The parents are us, are our age and ever right. older. And it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Man. Oh, fantastic. On, now you know who they are. Yeah. How did you yeah, not yeah. know that? I, I really wasn't interested, man. I, I see yeah. that commercial. And I don't I don't like it. But <laughs> I'm like, what? I forgot all about them. <laughs> I forgot all about. I forgot even that song. Whoop! There, now, now they need, that's they the need only to, song they had. They need to bring back the, uh, um, the rump shaker guys. Zoom, zoom, and boom. Yeah, the zoom, zoom. Yeah, those guys. They need to do a commercial <laughs> with those guys. What are you waiting for, Rex? In effect, you're right. Pop <laughs> up. All I want to do, and it would be something like. Exactly how tag team is doing it with the flavors. Right. They would come in and, and they would have some variation of rump shaker. Sure. Like in that video I sent you guys yesterday over the weekend of this old VHS tape of NBA highlights, NBA jam sessions, not NBA jam. The video game is called NBA jam sessions. And it's all original music by groups back when actually Rex and effect was popular. So they created a song for that video called shake the rim mm. not shake your rump right so it's all i want to do in a, just shake the rim and then it shows you know shack dunking <laughs> on somebody instead of shake your rump i so, love it yeah they were ahead of their time now geico's doing it they were ahead of their time there now i'm looking out now i'm looking to do it too i'm i i need that i need that i was telling you i was telling you i need that bro i'm look for it yeah have your mom look for it for me all right bro I'm sure it's in a box of old VHS tapes. Now, I got to make sure that I send you the right VHS tape because I don't want to send you the wrong tape. <laughs> All right. Now, let's get back to this situation. Harry, that was for Harry and Barrett caught it. <laughs> well, let's. I'm thinking about this situation where you thought the fix was in yesterday. Right. With Mahomes. We're getting texts from you, and I'm like, oh, boy, he's going to lose a bet. Here we go. Yep. And what was your initial thought process when you saw Mahomes go to the ground and his neck got like twisted up? It was almost like he was being choked out a little bit, like an MMA move. And you saw him try to get up and stagger. What, what, were you, what was going through your head? Uh, what, what was going through your mind? Give me your thoughts oh, on that. Thoughts. Go ahead. I thought immediately when I saw that, and then again, remember, I'm doing a radio show, and the entire show is basically the – calling and descriptions and reaction of the game. Sure. So it's not just me sitting there on the couch like, oh, my God, the fix is in. I'm sitting there watching it. We have a great producer who works here, Andrew Carlson, who was with me, and we were trying to figure it out. I was watching it on TV, slowed it down, reversed it. He did not get hit in the head. He no. Didn't. So it took me about five minutes 
to come to the second conclusion. But for a good five minutes, I was steamed because I was like, <laughs> are you serious? They're not. And here's why. It wasn't that they weren't going to cover the 10. I knew the 10 was belligerent in the first place. It's me busting it down to six and a half and seven on two different plays, pretty much knowing that I could get in with a nine, maybe a 10 point victory there by the Chiefs. At that point, as soon as Mahomes goes out, you know it's out. So fast forward a little bit, and then I look at it again, and it looks like to me he had more of an issue of being strangled and maybe lost his breath. And it's not just like you get the wind knocked out of you. You get strangled. That can definitely leave a little bit of you know, lightheadedness. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I thought it was more a matter of. We're talking about an NFL defender strangling your neck as they bring you down, not right. you falling on your knees on the bunny hill in a snowboard. So that's what I thought after that, which is, okay, and then, you know, they have to be precautionary. They have to go through everything. They ruled them out thinking we could beat the Browns without them, but I'm not happy with the end of that play of that game. Bro, he was, was Andy Reid doing throwing the football with Chad Henney. Hey, Henney did okay. He was six of eight for 66 yards. Didn't he win like two games last year during yeah. his um, Yo, he, he's very feasible um, to go out there and win a game for you. Yes, but what was he doing asking him to throw the ball when they were running the clock out on midfield? It worked. It yeah. worked only. You don't do that. I'm sorry. You right? don't. You don't. You're right. You're right. You don't. But still. You know Andy Reid. I guarantee you the percentages of stuff like that working or not without Patrick Mahomes is probably like 12%. Right. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, man, because I, I was surprised too, but I think that's why they did it. The mm -hmm. surprise that right. they did made it happen. It was number sprint right option. Sprint right option. So I, I don't know, man. I, I, I It was a great game. It was a great game. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. It was a, it was a fun game to watch. I, that, I think that field goal kicker for Kansas City is a little spotty. Something to Hecker? keep your eye on. Butker uh, or whatever his name is. Oh, Butlicker. Is in Butker in that his name? Butker. That's right, Butker. Yeah. That's from the office. So here's the thing. Now that we move forward, we have this clip too that we have to play. Ron has doctored it up, so it, it's perfect. We, we can let people hear that. And then, of course, Martinez is going to be with us tomorrow, the voice of the NHL, so we can get his thoughts and reaction to it. But before that, as, as far as Saturday is concerned, and remember, hour two, we'll have a lot of time to give you quotes and a lot of reaction to this bomb that was dropped on Wentz. We'll start that right at noon and move into it here on the network as well. But before we even wrap the hour, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday you had what? Pretty tight, low-scoring affair where the Bills' defense, ha-ha, did exactly what the Titans defense did last year. Not this year, yes. but last year. Rolls. Yeah. Well, the, the pick six was the, the killer. Devastating. I mean, Baltimore outplayed and outgained the Bills all night. They outpossessed them significantly. Uh, that turnover changed the game. And uh, unbelievably so, Tucker missed two field goals. He missed right. one the previous week. This guy's the best kicker in the sport. For years. Yeah. For years, yeah. the best kicker in the sport. He'll You're tell right, you, though. too. <laughs> you mentioned that, but that's a big part of it is you do have to factor that in. And it's not like putting the loss on Justin Tucker, because clearly there are a lot of other things that factored in on that. And as soon as Lamar went out, no knock on Huntley, who was yeah. doing his best, but it was over. 
now though the bills and, and i think to your point though about how the bills really just couldn't stop they just had opportunities that they took advantage of and limited the ravens in the red zone specifically that one pick six mm-hmm. but there is a now you have a lot of momentum from that Bills defense to where they can still win. It's I hate to use the term the cliche bend but don't break, but they can play against anybody right now. They have to feel great going into Kansas City, even if Mahomes is healthy. Right, right, right. They're they're um they're balanced um on on the defensive side of the ball with what they can do. I mean they have their DBs are good. Like I have forgotten all about Norman. You know what I'm saying? Josh like, Norman, yeah. Josh yeah. Norman was a good, good – he was – maybe three years ago, he might have been the top corner in the country. You know, he might have been one of the best DBs in the league. Well, when he was with Carolina, he was really good. His yeah, his so, years with the Redskins, yeah, that was a mess down there. Right, right. Yeah. So – and now, you know, him on the opposite of Tredavious White. And then we have the uh, – what's his name? Uh, the, 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 the safety, who was actually an eagle. Got drafted by the eagle. Poyer. Poyer, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you he know, and then the linebacker, 49. Oh, my goodness. I mean, all those guys can run. That's yep. one thing. They're fast. They they're can fast. run. Yeah. They're a little light yeah. in the rear end, but they can right. move. Yeah. 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 Speed. But, it's the Jimmy Johnson theory, man. Speed yep. kills. Yep. We yep. do have yep. to give a shout out to the Bills fans, though. How about that? Do you see this with what they did? Lamar Jackson gets hurt. We know that. Gets knocked out of the game. And Bills fans took to Reddit after that and all jumped on. A lot of them jumped on and set up donations for Jackson's favorite charity, the Louisville chapter of blessings in a backpack. Oh yeah. The bills mafia did that. Yeah. 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 Good, good work out of them. Help aid in keeping kids fed through federal programs, especially during now the pandemic. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and I don't think we don't really see that. That's a good job out of them. Oh, a great job. You know, you yeah. got to <laughs> something like that. Look, we mentioned the opposite, right? If they came on and, spewed nonsense and ignorance and hatred we'd be all over it right Right. might as well give some shout outs when it's necessary let's play this cut when we get back right we'll we'll break now wrap the hour this cut went viral here harris the the download what's that the down the breakdown man oh Oh, yeah yeah, we we got a breakdown too but i'm just saying as far as this you tell me the nhl is now investigating well the nhl is is involved let's just put it that way let's do that coming up it is the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? 
check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Man, those old Geico commercials. Do you remember the ones where they had a, a customer standing there talking about what happened? Like, I got into a car wreck, and thankfully the Geico, and then it would be a celebrity next to him interpreting the story for him. No, I don't remember that one. You'd have Peter Frampton. Little Richard was on there yelling and screaming. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Michael Winslow, the guy from uh, Police Academy. I remember Little Richard being in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. That campaign, Don LaFontaine, who's the, vo- the voice, the movie guy. Oh, he was the movie trailer yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no longer living. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And uh, then they had that long campaign where it was the rhetorical question. Remember, does Charlie Daniels play a mean fiddle? <laughs> and then he's sitting there in the restaurant. That's how you do it, son. Yeah. The end of the commercial. But I, I forget if I think it was uh yeah, Tone from on the stream, Rat, the round and round. That was fantastic. I think that was the first one in this campaign that came out. And it was ama- it was genius because it was like yeah, I, I think it was the first one that came out. Well, that's what Tone said. Oh, no, no, Didn't no, no. they start all this? It, I think the clogging was the first one. Oh. I think the clogging came out, but then you thought, oh, okay, that's funny. And then they went to rat, and it was like, wait, they brought back rat? Really? Did you see how old those guys look, too? Oh, my God. Dude, right. they looked like that in 1985, too. Trust me. <laughs> it's a lot of amphetamines. Radio Network. A lot of amphetamines. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So this clip went viral after the Flyers game. Ron Culver has doctored it up, and we need to set this up at all, Harry, about who Mike and Well, yeah, I mean – Absolutely. Jake Voracek and Travis Konechny are speaking to the media virtually after the Flyers had whipped up on the Penguins for the second time and in three or four nights. And Mike Sealski is the writer. He's a columnist for the Philadelphia Philly.com and the Philadelphia Inquirer. He's not a he's not a beat guy. He's a columnist and very opinionated, as you have to be as a columnist. And he's very, um, shall I say, snarky on Twitter. Uh, clever but snarky with the athletes that he covers. He's blasted Voracek a few times with some snarky tweets. And he asked a question, and Voracek, uh, well, just listen to it. Jake, how different does the season feel, if at all, given the circumstances of the offseason and the condensed schedule and everything? Doesn't matter what I say, Mike. You're going to write every time. No, so it doesn't matter what you say. Uh, yeah, it feels different. I mean, we got four points out of the first two games. Uh, I, I wasn't even going to answer your question because you are such a weasel. It's not even funny. Nice question. All right. Now there was an effing weasel in there too, which, which Ron had the doctor, but the other one was F and S. Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to write F and S anyway. Yeah. I can't, <laughs> That's, I can't remember. Like when's the last time we've seen that in, we've seen reporters, columnists, beat reporters. We've seen people go back and forth with players, with coaches. But that was just like a one punch knockout. Like that wasn't even a back and forth. That was right. 
porch that came out right away. Right. It, right. That was, yeah, that was almost like one of those fights that they start the game with. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like every now and then in hockey, it's like we're not even going to get amped up to get annoyed with one or I'm just going to punch you right in the face. It was an innocuous question that, you know, and he just wanted to take him out because he doesn't like him. Obviously Voracek has had me blocked on Twitter for five years. What? And I don't even think I ever said anything about him. He wow. just blocks everybody. Maybe he went full Ben Roethlisberger and hired a firm to search Twitter to see if anybody said anything negative, And then that firm would just block mm. for you. Not That's a bad wow. you know? That is crazy. All right, we, got a bar- we got a breakdown coming up. We got a lot of things happening, including a breakdown of Carson Wentz. A lot of things happening here. All coming up next on... Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. This is spread formation. They got 11 personnel, one running back, one tight end. And they just run reg load inside zone, right up the middle. Go in motion, making it a three-by-one set, right up the middle for a 60-yard run. Wow. Nothing fancy. Just good old-fashioned inside zone. Offensive line blocks masterfully on this play. Watch the center. They scoop block. He's able to get up to that safety safety right there. Yeah. Boom. Up to the safety. 63. Their running game with Aaron Jones and the rest of those guys set the tone. Yeah, so now that this tone is set, they fool them. They go in there up in 12 personnel, one running back, two tight ends. He, at this point, the set, he lines up under center. A-Rod knows what he's doing. He's going to line up under center and give the illusion that they're going to run the ball. Play action. Brings everybody up. Top. Everybody comes up. <laughs> and then off the backside. Yeah, they finally hit one. A 58-yard touchdown. Yeah. Because everybody thought they were going to run the ball. Look, heavy formation. Two tight ends over here, running back. A-Rod looks like he's going to run the ball. He lines up under center. Nine guys in the box. And on the outside, Lazard, 58-yard touchdown. You can do this when you run the rock consistently. The commandant. Oh, yeah, he dropped another one earlier. Yeah, yeah he did. Yep. I'll yeah. tell you, though, Rodgers could have had two interceptions in that at the end of that first half, man. Right. He threw him <laughs> into the end zone. Either one could have been picked off. Well, John Johnson got held. His arm got held. Yeah. I don't know if it was Lazard. Somebody, I forget who held his arm, but the receiver got away with that hold. That's the reason why Johnson didn't pick it off. The yeah. other one you're talking about, I think, just bounced off the defender's hands, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's I crazy. Always... Go ahead, Barry. Sorry. That, that's, 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 you know, they gave the illusion like they're going to run the rock, man. He lined up on the center. Usually when you line up on the center, you're going to hand it off. Mm-hmm. He lined up on the center, forced the play action. I mean, the safety came from 12 yards deep to, into the line of scrimmage on the play because they just knew they were going to run the ball right over the top, man. That's just, that's just, you know, game planning. And when you run the ball, it opens up everything. And that's why yeah. they're so consistent. How that's about why the- I like 
How about the left tackle situation with the Packers down to the third string guy? No, they man. did good. They did a good job. That left That's guard and the left right, tackle man. did a nice job. Yeah, they protected them. Though. They protected them. But it, you know, you know, it, when you run the ball, man, it takes a lot of that pressure off those guys. A lot of pressure off of them. Man, this this is crazy to see this offense because ideally, if you have Aaron Jones in the backfield and Devontae Adams split slot wherever it doesn't matter i mean the guy could be lined up at tight end at this point but if you have those two guys on the field that's that is like pick your poison yeah and i was gonna say you know you're you're venturing into if not maybe because adams could be better than both but you're venturing into like hill kelsey where it's Mm -hmm. like okay what what are you gonna do you're gonna double Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey's going to have 15 catches for 185 yards. You're going to put everybody on the middle of the field. Tyreek Hill's going to get the ball out of the backfield and break it 70 yards. And Hardman, yeah. Yeah, and Hardman. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Then you start adding more people. You start right. adding more layers. But Jones, I love Jones. Like, he is my yeah. favorite running back in the NFL because you can do everything with him. Can you go to UTEP? Ooh, is he a I UTEP? Think, I think he's a UTEP guy mm. with Seth Joyner. Probably the best thing to come out of UTEP since Seth Joyner. Right. Well, I mean, what about Tim Hardaway? Well, I'm talking football. Okay, I'm just yeah. saying in general. You, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Great basketball knowledge. Yeah, by it's Tim Hardaway. That's a good. That's a good pull. I think that's <laughs> the only basketball pull, like that probably. Pull. All right. Yeah. So we've got about ninety. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, Eric says, uh, talking about the Geico. Wasn't there an Eddie Money uh, commercial a couple years ago? There was. You remember yeah. that before yes, he died? I do. I do remember that. <laughs> You want to know why? Because Eddie Money is a strong, prominent figure in guess what show? Oh, the Simpsons. No, King of King Queens. of Queens. Well, he's also in the Simpsons. Yeah, he is in the Simpsons. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. There's an episode actually called in King of Queens, Eddie Money. No. Yes. So he, I'll tell you real quick because we don't have time for one. We'll do this when we come up. So he and Deacon, right, the co-star, his buddy and co-worker, yeah. they win this pool in this boxing match, and they win five grand. And neither one of them can spend, can save the money or, or do anything because Deacon's going through a divorce, and Doug has to put it all to the house. So they're like, eh, bleep this. We're going to spend it all in one day. We're going to be queens for the day, they say, right? And they go out, and they rent a, a Porsche, and they spend all this money. So part of them spending money is at this really fancy restaurant and they keep ordering more and more. And Doug's like, I can't eat anymore. I got meat sitting on top of meat. <laughs> so they're like, well, we got to spend this money. And then they look and they see Eddie money at the restaurant. And then they hire Eddie money to go back to the house and play songs for them. Just to spend <laughs> the money. It's actually pretty funny. And then at the end, he's like, here's your money. Hey, Eddie, money for money. That sounds like a good episode. It is. It is. It's a funny show. You think I just sit there and, you know, lie to you about this? You, my friend, are caught in the middle. Don't encourage him, Harry. On the Sports Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Second hour here on a post-divisional round football Monday. Justin Fields declares for the NFL draft. No shock there at all. And we still await word from Drew Brees about whether or not that retirement is just is going to be official or if he's going to be that guy that comes back where it's just like, come on, what really, what, what are we doing 
here? What are we doing right now? Uh, beyond that, of course, we have John McMullen, our NFL insider, who is going to join us at 1240 Eastern. And this crazy story that got dropped on all of the us with Carson Wentz, who has been the topic of conversation, good and bad, throughout the season, especially in the NFL, beyond Philadelphia, of course, because the benching, Jalen Hurts, all of this dynamic here. I assume that neither one of you watched Your Honor yet, right? I have nope. not. Okay, okay. How did no, you watch the honor with all that football going Yeah, on? I didn't get to it with I'll all the football, the golf. Well, okay, you know, I'm up at 6.15 for stuff on, that I'm Why? doing here. Well, TV, 6.45, man. Mm. All right, so I got to put this shirt when on. I, when, I was, uh, when I was doing Breakfast on Broad, I can remember I had to be at the studio at 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, be we're careful talking about now. Because we have a producer here that's there probably that time, and, and he's going to break out the small violin for all three of us complaining about waking up at 6 or 7 Eastern. Harry, you get up early anyway. Yeah, I get up early. I get, I get up at 5. I don't Although try. I'm liking late night Harry. I, I don't know if I've ever been around use, usually so sauced out that you right. pass out, but now that you're not drinking. I stayed up to watch all the night games all the way through. Barrett, this is what? like a rev- This is like you sitting watching six or eight hours straight of golf. Harry mm-hmm. watching live sports past sunset. Correct. Awesome. Well, you know what? I, I think it's because of the, the quality of the games. Now, yeah. I mean, that's what it was. Right. I'm not staying up till 10, 30, 11 o'clock on Sunday night to watch some riffraff. That's okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be quality football, stuff that means something. Yeah. Uh, yeah I've, I've had, I've, I've seen a few times where you said, hey, I'm out of here with this. This game yeah. right here, this game I'm going to record it, and I'm out. Yeah. This game stinks. <laughs> All right, we're back at three. It's the middle. That's great. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront. to make sure- Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right. Uh, not Eddie. Eddie Winslow. I tell you, man, I, I you know, 
But the Aaron Donald loss, I mean, him not being able to play so many snaps was big. It was big. Very big. I yeah. just, I, I don't know. I, I don't, there are teams that I could never even find myself, even when I bet on, mm-hmm. there are teams that I could just never enjoy watching. And the Rams and the Saints are those two, are two of those teams. And it's not like, oh, I hate them, like I hate Dallas or whatever. I'm just saying, like, I, I find myself just gravitating away from those two teams, no matter who they're playing. I thought Goff played okay, though. Well, yeah, I'm just saying yeah. from like a, a, a personal standpoint of like, I hate, I hate watching this team. But no, you're right. Like from a football yeah. standpoint, yes. I like that Acres guy. I like their tight end. Cam's good, man. Cooper Cup being out was big. That's huge. Yeah. Keeps the chance. Tell you, Woods is pretty good. So fast. Yeah. So fast. And I think you got to showcase a little bit. Are you are you off? Like, are you off your mic, Barrett? The thing with that mic. It I've sounds noticed, light, yeah. Yeah, you have to be, that mic, yeah. you have to be on. Yeah, yeah. You have to be on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, for some, it might, it might just be directional how it is. All right, here we go. Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, let's work in reverse here. We have overtime at 1 o'clock Eastern on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Of course, listening across Sports Map Radio, including 1490 AM Sports Betting Radio in Atlantic City. On top of that, John McMullen, our NFL insider, is going to join us 1240 Eastern. Before that, at some point, I've got an issue with the Cleveland Browns faithful. I've got an issue with the Browns fans. So we're going to have to bring that up at some point. Otherwise, it's going to stick at me until tomorrow. And then we need Jason to talk about the clip that we played. So there's a lot of other things. But we also have this Carson Wentz situation that does not make him look good. I think that's probably the easiest takeaway this came in the philadelphia inquirer courtesy of jeff mcclain a guy who's covered this team for a long time and it was a very long hit piece this was emptying a clip on somebody right now and i'm not talking about you know a a clip this is not a six shooter a peed shooter or something like that Mm -hmm. let me read you some more go ahead about carson wentz and the issues that he succumbed to or created himself. Wentz played better over the next five weeks, but was inconsistent as the losses piled up and the team overall failed to compensate. He played more hero ball. He threw ill-advised passes into double coverage. He held the ball too long and took sacks. Some coaches watched film from as far back as 2017 to see what had gone wrong. They still saw some of the same issues, but... He was a tick faster in his decision-making, more athletic, and the overall strength of the team was greater. Moves on. Wentz was pressing and putting too much additional pressure on himself. Some thought he's always been the cerebral type, but he was overthinking, some opined, and wasn't taking what defenses had been giving. Hertz, meanwhile, had gravitated towards working with Marty Morningwig. Peterson initially held off on playing the rookie. He was inactive in the opener, but the offense needed a spark. Hertz was on the field for three plays in week two while he had early success 
Peterson was reluctant to use Hertz or to take Wentz off the field when he was under center. Yeah. All that's, that's exactly. all that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the big thing too, is like, when you know, this is from the piece too, in the quarterback room, when his errors were pointed out, Wentz would sometimes make irrelevant excuses and the quarterback's coach, Press Taylor, would not correct him. For instance, there'd be a play when he didn't throw to an open receiver. Now, we saw that every week, multiple times, right? Yep. The read was drawn up and designed. The coverage uh, played out as they expected, and he would be asked why he didn't pull the trigger. He'd say the look wasn't there or overemphasize the pass rush. I mean, it's just making excuses for himself. Excuses are tools the incompetent, made to mountains of nothingness. Those who use them sell them out to anything. They build bridges to nowhere. I mean, that's exactly what it is. And then if you look at Seth, me and Seth sat, you know, on, on the postgame show and just, you know, he said the same thing over and over again in the postgame show. And there lies the problem. You know, he's, he's saying, well, I'm going to keep playing the way I'm playing. That's right. fault number one. You can't do that because mm-hmm. you're playing bad. He said, I'm going to still go out there and try to give my guys a shot and opportunity. So that means you're forcing the ball. You can't do that. And then number three, he's just not going to take any type of self uh, critiques and use that to make his game better. You can't do that. You can't say that you're going to keep doing the same thing. Right. I mean, that's insanity. You he's can't think five. that it's all right. Yes. More maturity handling adversity from kids who are two or three years in college right now. And this is an immature kid who was given an insane amount of power and leeway and influence in the organization way too early. And a lot of it felt like they felt sorry for Wentz after 2017. Hmm. A lot of this reads like the Eagles just felt sorry that Wentz wasn't really involved in the Super Bowl, even right. though this was the biggest thing that ever happened. I mean, think about what a Super Bowl would be in Buffalo, what a Super Bowl would be in Cleveland, right? That's what it is here in Philadelphia. And Wentz wasn't even in that game, right? And it's almost like to compensate Harry, they said, okay, well, instead of us acknowledging that you were the MVP of that Super Bowl game, which you weren't, here are the keys to the franchise. Yeah. O- almost like everybody forgot about the 12 or 13 games that he actually did play really well in that season, which helped them get home field advantage throughout in the playoffs. They felt like nobody's remembering that, so we got to do something for him. Right. Yep. You know, you know? And, and that's 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 totally uh, – that was totally wrong of them to do that because it gave him too much too early, and then he felt entitled from this point on to to get whatever he wanted. I mean, you can't tell your coach what you're not going to do. You can't tell your coach, all right, this play comes in, you don't run the play, especially when you get negative results from the play that you're calling. Right, right. I mean, if you're out there and you're making it, you know, you, you make a change on the play and it, and it works, then you can have some cash in and be like, yeah, I, I mean, I, may, I changed the play and it was a great outcome. Not when you're changing the play and it's messed up, you know, you're, you're, you're still losing, uh, you know, Field position, you, you, you're turning the ball over when you're changing the play, and that's what was happening. Yeah, You can't think that it's going to work. And then it says even in here that they'd ask him to run the plays again in practice because they weren't you know, coming out right. He'd, he'd object to that. Can you imagine? Think about like, that. How can you do that? If you're watching on the stream. You just saw the most natural reaction. Barrett Brooks, who has been in film sessions, who has been in that meeting, has probably been called out to the carpet on his oh, own. Oh, no question. Yeah. 
And can you imagine a coach in any, I don't care if it's a wide receivers coach, if it's a head coach, anybody coming back and saying to a player, we botched that. Right. That's awful. Let's we do it again. This, yeah. We need this play moving forward. Like we, Carson Wentz is like, nah, it's okay. He treats plays like Allen Iverson treated Bentley's. You get you spill some ketchup in the back seat, yeah. throw it out, and get a new one. You can't do that with a playbook. No, you know, you can't do that. I mean, you cannot, you cannot undermine a coach's authority around others, especially when you're not going out there and producing the right results. Okay, you can't I'm do it. Brought that up about undermining coaches because I'm going to read you some more of this, and this speaks exactly to that point, Barrett. By the bye week. Wentz had been sacked an NFL high of 32 times. A coaching analysis deemed the quarterback responsible for almost two-thirds around the break. One offensive lineman had gone to management and requested a switch to Hertz. Yeah. Everyone believed, this is a quote, everyone believed Carson had no clue about when to get the ball out on time. As a result, made his O-line look terrible in times they were playing fine. All right, now who was that lineman? Of course you know who it is. Got to be Jason Kelsey. He's the right. only guy that was consistently playing at the time. And here's he, a question, though: He's the only one that has cachet to do uh, that. That's, that's there, my you question. there you go. There you go. Outside of Jason Peters, is there anybody that could go to coach outside of Jason Kelsey? Lane Johnson could. Yeah, but he's been hurt. Right, I, I but I'm saying if he was there and healthy, Correct. he could. But yeah, but it's Kelsey. Still. It's got to be Kelsey. Right. Right. You have to, it has to be. He's the only hey, one. Hey, Matt Pryor, I can tell you that, or Nate <laughs> Herb. <laughs> you can't, but you can't. Nobody else could do that. I mean, I would say I wouldn't even say Lane would even think about doing it. Lane wouldn't do that. Lane is not the type. Lane is too busy taking care of himself. He has to keep himself in order. He'll tell you, "Hey, man, I need to self check myself as I keep going forward." You know, I have to, you know, coach myself. I don't have time yeah. to be worried about anybody else. Right. Jason, Jason would do that, but Jason at the time. He, he he wasn't Peters or Kelsey Peters. God, Peters at the time was like you know I, I I he had just he just he just went and 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 to the front office and said look I want more money to play left tackle so he wasn't gonna go and say anything else to to them you know what I'm saying he already just got paid for switching position so he wasn't gonna do that it had to be Kelsey because Kelsey's the only one that really could say all right coach this is what's going down we got to make a change I'm talking about you know for the betterment of the team we have to make this move. He's the only guy that really would do that. Let me read you this last paragraph about just this battle that went back and forth between quarterback and head coach. And let me just preface this. This does happen elsewhere. It's not like Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz were the first head coach and quarterback to clash. But what is the first thing to happen is the quarterback is clashing with the head coach while going through a historic regression for anybody under 30 in the history of this game. So it makes it look a million times worse with that the case. Here's the, here's the paragraph. Peterson's play calling was also dubious. He would go long stretches without rolling Wentz out of the pocket to take advantage of his ability to throw on the move. Wentz, in turn, made, quote, bizarre kills that made no sense and effectively was going rogue, end quote, one source said. That's, again, inside the organization. Wentz, quote, bizarre kills that made no sense and effectively was going rogue. Remember when it right. was cool? Kill, kill, kill. Right, right, right. Kill, kill. 
Right. Yeah, and that just meant they were running left. Everybody in America knew when they said kill, kill, they were going to run to the left. This year was to the left. Last year was to the right. Now mm -hmm. he's doing it when there's no need to do it. That means he's changing a pass play to a run play, even though the coach called the uh, pass play, and killing it just, just to be spiteful for a coach. There might have been eight people in the box. You only run kill, kill when it's a light box, when there's six people in the box. I mean, four defensive linemen and two – uh, two two linebackers, almost like a nickel situation. That's when you run kill to take advantage of the light box. Yeah. When you have eight men in the box, I mean, that's a run defense. You don't go kill, kill, because you don't have enough blockers right. to block the eight men. So if you go kill, kill with eight men in there, it, it, it's, it's setting it up for failure. There's no way you can run the play because there's two extra guys sitting in the hole waiting for them. Ridiculous. After he was benched, Wentz went to the owner and GM to voice his frustration. A team source said, "What does that remind you of?" First, Murray. Uh, yes. The, yes, Murray, Murray sitting next to the owner on the plane ride yep. home from a game. Yeah. Yep. And and here's the thing: a lot of people thought, "Well, what's the what's the difference? What's the reason for that?" This is why you can't apply just variables to this. You have to look at this thing objectively and say. A player being able to leapfrog multiple people to go to the owner and get rid of multiple people is a bad business habit. And just because you got lucky the first time because it got Chip Kelly's ass out of here doesn't mean it's a good thing moving forward. It's like getting lucky. It's yep. like a drive that I hit that goes straight. And I think, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And for the next eight, they go into the woods. Yep. Yep. Underrated De La Soul song there. All right, we'll <laughs> break real quick here. It is the we also have John McMullen. Yeah. Today. So maybe he has some thoughts on this thing. And and it, and it looks like the Tennessee Volunteers are firing their football coach. Oh, that's interesting. Jeremy Pruitt. I thought that had been there for a long time ago. They were gonna do that. Yeah, it looks like that's coming down here. And some more interesting things coming out of the NFL following this week. And there's also this wild story in Cleveland. With the Cavs, it's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Kind of a bizarre timing to fire the Tennessee coach, isn't it? I, I'm, I'm surprised it took so long. You know, they were talking about doing that midseason. Yeah, why, why? Well, yeah, why? okay, but so why do it now if right. you didn't do it? You know what I mean? If you got to this point, something must have happened. Right, they're still in the middle of coaching, I mean, uh, of recruiting. Yeah, they're between the signing days now. Right, right. Yeah. 
So now if you're a kid that committed back in December on that early signing day, now what are you doing? Tough. Opening up your recruiting again. Getting the hell out of there, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Probably. I'd want to get out of there. Wow, the East-West Shrine game has been canceled. Mm. Mm. It's supposed to have been this weekend. This last weekend just passed. Let's see. Yeah, the NHL apparently spoke with Voracek about this whole situation. Not sure if there was a fine. Wow. The Senior Bowl is still going on January the 30th. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because that's in Mobile. East-West Shrine is in California. California ain't doing oh, nothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You know, because COVID is, you know, it's more dangerous out there. <laughs> it's more dangerous out there. Huh? Right. <laughs> Man. Are you blocked by Voracek, Aton? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, what's his Twitter? I forget. You um, know what? Just thinking about that, man. I uh, I can remember being on the on the on the opposite side of this. Oh yeah. Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I'll tell you why Kevin Porter Jr. is trending here in a minute, but my ears perked up as we were coming back. So we played that clip at the end of the first hour. In fact, Ron, if we can, let's play that clip one more time, please. This is Jacob Voracek and Travis Konechny of the Philadelphia Flyers at the postgame podium after beating the Penguins for the second straight time to open up the season. And the Philadelphia Inquirer columnist, Mike Sealski, is asking a question via the Zoom. And that's how, in today's day and age, we get press conferences. And just a quick, brief, 20-second synopsis of the history, Sealski has criticized Jacob Voracek multiple times, including having fun and smiling on the ice in practice the day after a brutal loss. So obviously, as you'll hear this cut, Jacob Voracek doesn't forget. And we know that. <laughs> Here's Jacob Voracek answering Mike Sealski's question, kind of. And now, as we're told, bringing at least the eye of the NHL down. Jake, how different does the season feel, if at all, given the circumstances of the offseason and the condensed schedule and everything? Doesn't matter what I say, Mike. You're going to write every time. No, so it doesn't matter what you say. Uh, yeah, it feels different. I mean, we got four points out of the first two games. Uh, I, I wasn't even going to answer your question because you are such a weasel. It's not even funny. Next question. Weasel is an undervalued term, man. It is. You know? It applies to somebody who has weaselish features. That it lo- It's a yeah. perfect. Hit. But especially with his accent too, like that, you know, that East, that European accent that he has. Yeah. <laughs> Voracek. Like, you're such an effing weasel. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even going to answer your question. You're such a weasel. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sitting back thinking about, you know, I've, I've been on the other side of it. Uh, people, you know, bash me. 
uh, in the media, and then the same guy comes up and wants to talk to you. I can remember stuff in the locker room where you know uh, Richard Cooper. Oh my God, he and how uh, he and um, uh, Howard would just go at it. They would go at it. It'd be so many f bombs and everything else thrown. He's trying to you know do this uh, interview. Those two hated each other. Well, what's the worst thing that you can remember somebody said or wrote about you? Man. I mean, you're not a bad guy. You don't get into trouble. At least. Mm. So. Uh. I mean, I, outside of like, hey, you know, Barrett, get Barrett's old ass out of here. It's time to retire. Right. You know, something like that. Like I, that right tackles a turnstile. Yeah, I, I can't see people being like, not only is Barrett Brooks suffering at his old age, uh, the tackle position, but he's also a really bad teammate that yeah. yelled and slapped. Well, see that, like, what could people write about you that would be bad outside of you aging? Well, that's and that's it. I, I never had much tape, you know, or, or, or much ink because. I mean, it can be bad and good because I, I wasn't balling hard. I mean, I wasn't balling enough to be a dominant player, mm-hmm. but I wasn't bad enough to be a bad player. Yeah. So I was kind of like I was like lukewarm in the league. So I didn't get any press. You know, what right. I'm saying? that's good and bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Did I don't you ever I don't get know. into it though, even if it was not bad press and hot press, lukewarm press. Was the Rube, back and forth? Rube, Rube wrote something about me one time, and I got pissed off about it. Ruben I didn't really. Ruben, Ruben Frank, Frank, yeah, yeah. yeah I forget what it was, but it wasn't. It wasn't so bad that you know I held a grudge or anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he could probably remember more than I did. It was like you know water off my back. I'm like, eh, you know, I don't care what they call you as long as you're calling you. Right. So, <laughs> you yeah, know, as long as the, the referees aren't calling your name, because that means right, you were right, at a penalty, a holding penalty. Exactly. Or so usually yeah. if I, if my name was said, it was for something bad, very bad. With exception of my boy, you know, John Madden. Like I said, he liked me. That's true. I mean, that's yeah. pretty much the go to right there is. Yeah. Right. Some idiot with a microphone yeah. in Philadelphia said bad stuff about me, but. John Madden loves me. That's an endorsement. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm, real, I'm, I'm good with that. But everything, I didn't really. But um, is Eskin, and, yeah, him and Eskin, you know, Cooper and Eskin's always got into it. Always Quick got question. into it. Is there a producer, even if we threw some money to compensate for some time, is there not a producer at NFL Films, a place that you're close to physically and from a work standpoint as well, that could track down the audio of John Madden talking about you? Because I can't find it. And I, I know can't either. Because you don't lie about these stories you tell. They're all true. I know well, that from working with you. But I, we need that. It was all probably right. during that playoff game against the Lions. Yeah, it was. He did say something. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was pro- they probably had that game. I'm going to look into it. I'm going to watch the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to suck it up. Watch the game, you know. Everybody's talking about, you know, that game was just so easy. I, I wasn't having an easy game. In fact, I was fighting for my life. I was going against one of the best pass rushers in the league and Robert Porsche. Mm-hmm. I was battling him. Everybody else is having this dream game. With me, I'm fighting for my dear life. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what is going on? I'm fighting. Everybody else is ha-ha and he-he. I'm sweating and, 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 and blood coming off my face. And I'm, you know, I'm battling. But everybody's talking about this great game. Like, that was a Wayne Fonts Detroit Lions oh, team. Yeah, remember yeah, him? Yeah. Wayne now, Fonts, that dude. Yeah, uh, he, what he, he's uh, taking to Florida. He's taking to Florida. Berman called him Rasputin because he had so <laughs> many lives. Like he just never get fired. All right, Aton, you got to check on the show live if you're blocked by Jacob Voracek as I am. 
Okay, can you give me his Twitter? Yes, I have it. At J-A-C-H-O-B-E. J-A-C-H-O-B-E. Not O-B. No. No, not him. Okay. J-A-C-H-O-B-E. No. You're not blocked? I'm not. Wow. What do I tweet? I don't know. I'm blocked. I've been blocked by him for five, at least five years. Okay, and I guarantee you. (laughs) I'm not blocked either. That's why. Because neither one of us did radio shows with Jason Bertitas like <laughs> Harry did, Barrett. And I guarantee you that that's why, like, why the hell would Harry Mays be on Jacob Voracek's radar? I, I would imagine that you'd be on Bad Bunny's radar before right. you on Jacob Voracek's radar. <laughs> I but agree. Because you did shows with Jason, Jason's probably listening, listening, listening. Right. Oh, great question here from Ron Culver. See, you guys always criticize Ron for not listening to the show. And not only is you guys, but <laughs> he's provided the best piece of content that all three of us have failed to in 90 minutes here. All right, Ron, why don't you just read or why don't you just explain what you texted? Because yeah, I, I think it would come right better now? from you. What's happening here right now? There are people who are uh, outside of NRG Stadium organizing and marching in support of Deshaun Watson. Really? To keep him in Houston. To keep him in Houston or to just say ownership be better. I don't know. Maybe Cowboys. Wow. Well, they haven't hired a coach yet, right? They're they no. and the Eagles are the only two teams left. No, they were, they were the last ones on. Uh, they haven't. They they want to interview Bienemy, but they didn't take advantage when he was available to interview that. Now they have to wait till probably after the Super Bowl. Who are the Chargers? The Chargers too, right? I asked Aton, uh, why isn't Wentz getting the same love? <laughs> Not a soul would be out there down at the no. here. No, not, not at this point. With a sign, piece of oak tag, anything. Yeah. Only Rob Motty would. You, yeah, Rob Motty. You could get more people yeah, to Rob assemble Mottie for a march to... for Nick Foles to return to Philadelphia before you get him for Carson Wentz at this point. You know what, Harry? <laughs> that <is> spot on. <laughs> John McMullen's going to join us coming up next. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Do you see this story in Cleveland? It's pretty wild. With the cabs? Yeah, it's not like a huge story, but it's it's more funny than not. No, I haven't seen it. Kevin Porter Jr. got released. And, oh, actually, he hasn't been released yet. I think they're trying to trade him first, but will probably be waived. He was first-round pick in, what, 19? Hmm. So what happened is they, cabs, you know, they were involved in that trade with Harden, and they bring in Torrine Prince. So they moved... Porter Jr.'s locker to like this auxiliary area. 
So they didn't even get, they didn't even like keep them in the same exact specific internal locker room that the players are. They moved them to like this back room spot to give Toreen Prince his locker. And wow. he flipped out. He flipped I want to. He's like, I'm not having it. Bleep this. Huge shouting match. And now they're like, all right, we can't deal with yeah. this. Not Michael Porter, Porter Jr. No, Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah. Kevin oh, Porter okay. Jr. is on Denver. Yeah. Or Michael is. Yes. Yeah. Kevin he can play. play. Yes, he can. Yeah. Wow. Not much of a defender, but he can. he's an offensive yeah. player. Yeah, he is. Oh, you see this Rob Motti? Yeah, I saw you tweeted him. Yeah, Got a trade? Yeah, I feel Carson Wentz needs a fresh start, and Eagles need to rebuild. Wentz may end up being a Pro Bowl QB elsewhere, or he may fizzle. Doesn't matter. Yo, wow. Now, he, he's never taken that. I mean, he's always no. been, you know, opposite of that. Man, I wrote that three weeks ago. Look, don't let me go back to the annals here. <laughs> John, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? J.F. McMullen. Yeah, I, I replied to Rob, essentially. Carson's finally coming to the realization of, oh, crap, they're going to keep me. <laughs> so you got to get that out there. Here we go. This is The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. 1240 on the East Coast right now on a Monday. As we welcome in our NFL insider, courtesy of Jacob Media, at JF McMullen. That's how you follow John McMullen on Twitter. You can read him, phillyvoice.com, si.com, Eagles Maven. He's everywhere. Everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. So, John, uh, first and foremost, hope you enjoyed the four games over the weekend and we appreciate you joining us hey guys good to be with you yeah it was you know it was some great obviously i think the last game was the best game uh Mm -hmm. and um you know to see brady versus breeze and obviously it's pretty clear that's going to be drew's swan song that's that's history right there yeah but it was even shed a tear I, I felt like I was watching Dr. J and Kareem on that one-on-one they did when, like, 20 years after they retired. Yeah, I remember Kareem that. Kareem backing that down Dr. J the whole time. And it was just like, <laughs> come on, man. What are we watching here? <laughs> I, 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 did, I did predict that the Saints would lose in the divisional <laughs> round weeks ago. I think mm-hmm. I said it on the show last week. I said, I, I, I don't did. know who they're playing, but that's where they're losing because Drew is pretty clearly – you know, he's not he's not healthy. He wasn't healthy since the rib injury. The arm strength isn't there, but Tom's pretty amazing at 43. I, yeah. I mean, 14th Absolutely. championship game, new team, first year. And that's when we're talking about Josh McDaniels and the, and the Eagles. People giving that guy credit for Tom Brady? Come on. That's like Adam Gase getting credit for Peyton Manning. How did that work out? <laughs> At the end of the day, man, you know, you're looking at, at all these games, man. We had some good football this weekend, but, you know, it, it, it's down to the teams we thought were going to be there, you know, with the exception of the Bills. But, I mean, I, I, I like what the Bills have to offer. Do they really have an opportunity against the Chiefs, though? That's the problem. 
Um, I, I think that, I mean, first of all, we got to see how healthy the Chiefs are. Patrick can't play. They got a great chance. So he's got to get through that protocol. And I think everybody's hopeful from what happened after the game. So, but I mean, the Bills, I've been saying that if there's one team that can get in a shootout with the Chiefs, it might be the Bills if they start clicking on all cylinders. So supposed to be bad weather i think that'll affect things and and both teams are used to it so i don't know how big of a uh, an issue that might be uh but hey I, I mean typically you have to get over those humps as a young quarterback but patrick did it maybe josh allen can do it yeah and how about the other game it's going to be the uh, late afternoon game snowy lambo it's going to be in the 20s you got the best quarterback arguably to ever play and he's obviously the best bad weather quarterback too in brady taking tampa in there no longer we're going to be hearing about the 42 degrees and below stuff with the buccaneers right no but you know i and you by the way harry you say greatest quarterback of all time and i agree with you with tom brady but you can also say that you can make an argument for aaron Rodgers. he's that good yeah uh, just from he hasn't had the supporting cast the coaches uh but he's every bit as that good i can't imagine you know and then where's the super bowl the super bowl's in tampa mm-hmm. a couple of years ago minnesota was here with a chance to be the first team uh, to play in their home stadium in the Super Bowl. They got run out of town for whatever reason. Uh, that just never happened. So you have that and Aaron Rodgers. I can't imagine Tampa Bay beating this Packers team. No, not really, especially, you know, the way, uh, you know, the, they're so balanced on the offensive side of the ball with running the ball and passing the ball. But defensively, defensively, um, I don't know if Green Bay could really stop Brady, though. You know, that's that's the problem I see because, you know, they don't put a lot of pressure, even though they have Smith and Smith. I don't see a lot of pressure uh, them being able to put a lot of pressure on them. I mean, although they're, they're, their corners are pretty good, but, you know, there's a lot of weapons on the Tampa Bay team. So, I mean, can they beat that yeah, defense? Yeah, there is. Problem? Even, even, even their fourth and fifth receivers, they got that kid from Minnesota who's really talented, right. and Scotty yeah. Miller who's really – who's always open because nobody's paying attention to him. But I, I, I say the same thing with the other side. How does that Tampa Bay defense deal with the Packers? I mean, the Packers just faced the number one defense in the NFL. They rung up right. whatever, 32, 482 yards. I mean, they're, they're just unstoppable right now. And it's, you know, a lot of it has to do with Rodgers, but they also have that they have that running game now. This is the first time he's had a legit running game where you say Aaron Jones is really difficult to stop. All right, John, let's get it back to the Eagles, as they say. Uh, obviously, they got a coaching vacancy, one of only two teams left with Houston. Uh, in your view, where does that sit right now? Do you have a favorite uh, in the clubhouse? And then I'm sure we're going to get to some Carson Wentz stuff here. Yeah, I think Josh McDaniels might be smoking the cigar. I mean, the way everybody in this league is talking about, that seems to be a a foregone conclusion. He's certainly the leader in the clubhouse, which is, I got to tell you, it's a shock to me. I can't imagine the Eagles would hire him on this day. If they do, it would be a public relations nightmare. Uh, But when you look at this organization, I would have never imagined they would even look at this guy. I mean, pre-Indianapolis, when he when he walked out on the Colts, he was the guy. He had I counted him up. He had eleven different interviews. 
now he's got no other opportunity, so he circles back to the Eagles. I I I just think this has disaster written all over it. But they're gonna hire him. I mean, Eric Bianami's own agency came out today on Twitter and said they're gonna hire Josh McDaniels. It's amazing to me. Yeah, well, you know, I don't think so. I mean, uh, you know, we 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 know that our owner loves uh the 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 yeah. whole feel of of, of of what New England is. Well, he's a Boston guy. Uh, he mm-hmm. tried to buy the Patriots before he bought the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I thought he was over that, but evidently he's not. And it, it's, you know, but I get a kick out of because there's this whole optics thing when it, when you're talking about Andy Reid and and not even just Eric the enemy, but Mike Kapka. They can't go with another Andy Reid guy. Really? He's in a third straight championship game. What the heck is wrong with that? <laughs> I argued on Philly Voice today. They should call up Andy and ask what to do again because they have no idea what they're doing. This should be the first guy they're calling up to ask uh, for advice. And they're worried about those optics. And, and meanwhile, it's Martin Luther King Day, and everybody around this league is saying they're going to hire Josh McDaniels. They won't hire, they, they're probably going to have to interview Eric B. Enemy. And and Andy Reid is the bad optics. I mean, yeah. come on, John. Before we hit Carson Wentz, I just want to follow up on that. What happens if, in fact, it's not even if it's Eric Bieniemy? What happens if it's not Deuce Staley? Does Deuce leave even if he can't get a new head coaching job? Well, I would leave, but I mean, Me it's tough to say. Deuce hasn't gotten any other interviews. If he can't get a better job, it's tough to say somebody should leave, but to be passed over time and time again, where every single player is is certainly endorsing you, from Malcolm Jenkins to Chris Long, guys who aren't even here anymore, to Rodney Cloud, Brandon Graham, what else? What else do you need? But he's clearly, uh, for whatever reason, the Eagles, I don't think, are seriously considering it. All right, well, let's, let's talk about this once thing here. <laughs> and you said it's tough to ask somebody to just pick up and leave. Are the Eagles doing that? With Carson Wentz, is there a motivation on either or both sides? Do you think? And yes, Rob Monty from the Associated Press, a guy that covers the Eagles like you, and a guy that we know all four of us well, knows that we he has a relationship with Carson. He coming around saying it's time for Carson to go, I think, speaks volumes to where Carson may be mentally, John. Yeah, and I joked. I was like, this this is a clear indication that Carson is like, oh, crap, they're going to keep me uh, by bringing in Josh McDaniels and try the reclamation project. And look, the dead money, I've been saying it from the start. Jeffrey Lurie's not going to accept that mo- dead money. He's not going to set that precedent. So I think Carson is going to be here. and He's got to make the best of it. But clearly, he's still in the stage where he wants out. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah, but see, I I, I knew he was going to be here anyways because I really didn't think that, you know, that Hurts did enough to really dethrone him, even though I see potential in him. Potential is not something that you would invest uh, $34 million of dead money in. So I, I knew he was going to be here. But can Carson fix himself? Can he do enough of a self-evaluation? You know, that's where I'm, I'm finding it hard to believe that, uh, you know, he can do that at this point. Yeah, Barrett, I agree with you. It's got more to do. It's got nothing to do with the coach. I mean, you can bring right. in Josh McDaniels. 
he can say, I can fix him. It's got to do with Carson Wentz. He's got to fix himself first. He's got to accept coaching. He's got to realize the mechanics are, are, are in the you know, disrepair, and he's got to go through all these things to kind of rebuild himself up. Until he accepts that, nobody's fixing him. Well, there's a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, sort of different coaching hires, a lot of defensive guys and guys who are going to be CEO types, like the guy that they hired up in uh, Detroit just uh, yesterday. So there's going to be a lot of demand for some offensive coordinators and play callers. You think that's where Doug Doug ends up with one of these teams as the, the offensive coordinator? Well, I think the only place Doug would go as an offensive coordinator is Seattle. A lot of, I mean, he lives there. He's from Bellingham, mm-hmm. Washington, which is close. That's where he's going to live when he retires. Right. He loves the area. He's always loved the area. So that makes so much sense. And people don't realize because he looks 45. Pete Carroll's like 69 years old. So you also have that theory that maybe you could be the heir apparent. And remember, go back to the Russell Wilson draft. Doug Peterson was here as the quarterback coach. The Eagles wanted Russell Wilson badly. So you have all these things, an opportunity to work with Russell Wilson, maybe be the heir apparent, and also go home and live where you want to live. Mm. That would be the only offensive coordinator position I think he might take. Imagine they get rid of Schottenheimer because he didn't run the ball enough, and now you bring in Doug P. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't seen nothing yet. Nope. Right. Yeah. Right. Be upset to say the least. All right, John. Uh, one more. We have time for it, Barrett. If you want to throw one out. Yeah, man. I'm just looking at you know, at Carson, and you know the whole dynamics of you know what came out in this uh this 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 article. You know where there's smoke, there's fire. This is like the second time in a row that you know the same article's been set up. I mean, you could take that article and 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 tie it to the other article. Is Carson just not good of a guy? No, I I don't think it's that. I think he doesn't connect with people. I think that's pretty clear. Everybody's been honest about that. He's a type A personality. Uh, he's a little bit aloof, and I think people take that the wrong way. He's a really hard worker. Look, I say it the same way. Tom Brady, you see him screaming at people on the field. Aaron Rodgers is a you-know-what to his teammates at times. Talk to Greg mm-hmm. Jennings about that. Guess what? If you perform, if you win, it doesn't matter. If you right. play poorly, yeah. If you play poorly and people don't like you, then it becomes an issue. Yeah. Well, it's compounded. I mean, think about it. Like, it's not just to your point, John, one where it's accepted and the other where it's a problem. It's compounded. The better you are and the more historic your resume is the more you can get away with dressing somebody like extreme behavior. Mm -hmm. And if you are terrible and you're going through a historic regression, then you probably can't even look somebody in the eye and give them like a little bit raised. You know what I'm saying? Like the level in which you can get away with it's night and day different. All right. Well, this thing's not going away. And luckily for us, neither are you. We'll chat with you a little later in the week and we appreciate it as always, John. Good stuff, John. Thanks, guys. Oh, you got it, man. At JF McMullen, courtesy of Jacob Media. We'll wrap the hour next here on Sports Map Radio, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. 
Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Yeah, Barrett, I know it's an extreme um, example because it's Brady. But how about last night when Brady was undressing his tackle, the left tackle, oh, yeah, who, who yeah. nullified the free play because he yep. kind of he, he stopped moving. He stopped, he stopped moving, so they stopped the play. The play and, and Brady yep. just undressed him. <laughs> you have to, man. You have to. You know, come it. on, man! You messed my play up, bro. <laughs> he had you a know? free play, they, and they and he threw a completion. Like they were, yeah, yeah. First down, <laughs> great catch and everything. You know, have he stopped I just, going? I love how fiery he is, man. Oh, no he's forty three years old. He's accomplished everything multiple times over, and he wants more. But what do you say as an offensive line? Like, dang. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, how would you react there? Right, right, right. <laughs> you yeah, have right. immediately started going to my bad, the old my bad deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like Donovan, remember McDowell? Yeah. Was there, my bad, my bad. <laughs> How about you? Know, did you see the, uh, the uh, when they were going in on that last drive when the, the kid jumped off sides? Mm-hmm. He looked at him like, I can't believe you just did that. Yeah. He, he's looking at him like and talking on there. So, like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, That's great. But it you can't great. say anything. You, what, what you gonna say? What the coach gonna say? You can't right. say anything, right? You can't say anything, man. Now, how did Andy Reid have that mask on his face? He didn't seem to have anything around his ears. And how did see he how stay puffed out? So yeah, you, you don't breathe. I, I, I was thinking to myself, I need a mask like that because it he looked, doesn't breathe. It breathe into his nose or anything. It just stays puffed out like that. I don't know looked, what it was. It looked like a brazier cup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Andy Reid's wearing a D cup. Right, right, right. That's innovative. You know, he's that guy. Yeah. He is that guy. Remember, he had the face shield at first. Oh yeah, that was a beauty, <laughs> and it fogged up. Remember? <laughs> yeah, Aton. Hey, Aton, huh? hey, we were talking about Andy Reid's face mask last night. It looked like a brazier cup. Instead <laughs> of oh, cup, like it wasn't around his his ears. I don't know how it was staying in there like that. And it stayed no. puffed out too. Yeah, like the eye monocle that. Sits in your eye without having something around it. Yeah, like right. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it, man. I was like, look, I need one of those. You know, some mask. You know, you breathe and it breathes and it stops you from breathing. His stayed puffed out like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's innovative. There, right? Rated. <laughs> I got a couple of them. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, last segment for us as we wrap the hour up, phillyvoice.com slash The Middle. And as you hear, Sports Map Radio, all platforms, including 1490 AM Sports Betting Radio and Atlantic City. So we're back tomorrow, the three of us with Jason Martinez will get his thoughts on the whole board check thing that went viral just because it's hilarious and we'll find some other ways to involve him in the program so he doesn't feel left out. Like, hopefully, he's watching your honor. Left I out. Want the, I, I, will you be watching your honor tonight? No um, Monday Night Football, nothing like that. What are you going to watch? College? Well, I'm heading, I'm heading out to a golf simulator for the afternoon, and uh, hopefully by the time I get home this evening, I'll just watch it before I go to bed. Okay, Barrett. I, I probably will watch it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I probably will watch it. Is it a good episode, Aton? I don't know how to answer that. Oh boy! 
here's what I. That's your boy, man. You know what? Here's what I'll do. I'll because we always talk about the show and. I feel like a lot of times I'm bringing up issues that I have. Here's what I, there is a very subtle, but now it's becoming clearer transformation with Robert Cranston's character. That is not like Walter White going from frail, scared teacher to major drug dealer and, you know, boss. But in this, this guy, like I, I, I think this episode you see, not reactionary diabolical Brian Cranston, but you actually see premeditated hmm. diabolical Brian Cranston. And, you know, I, I'm starting to think here, how is this going to end? Yeah. There's no sympathetic, sympathetic character at all in this show. Right. Nope. Not nope, you're more. right. Yep. You're right. Except for the step for the, 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 the son. I mean, he's who Adam he yeah. killed somebody and let him die out yeah. there. Yeah. But he's the still only, like, he's still so frail. He's pathetic. He's pathetic. I am out on him, too. (laughs) All right, we're back on Tuesday. (laughs) It's the middle. Thanks, Ron. We appreciate it. That's all we got. See ya. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.